Hello, friends. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. Dimension 6 hitting the road on the way to FYA. If you're in Roanoke, Virginia, Boone, North Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida, or after the fest, if you're in Raleigh, North Carolina, please go support Dimension 6 while they're on the road. February 3rd, Bob Wilson joint, Scarab and Warren double record release, which is going to be awesome. Uh, they have support from Division of Mind, Burning Lord and Discontent, one of my favorite newer bands. So please go check out all the bands and make sure to support the record release happening February 3rd. If you're not following From Within Records on social media, please go boot up X, go boot up Instagram and click that follow button to stay up to date on all the current news. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. If you're looking for high quality merch for your band or for your business, please hit up my friends over at Good Fortune Printing out of Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. You can follow them on Instagram at Good Fortune Printing or if you want to get in contact with them, please email them contact at goodfortuneprinting.com. Before we get into today's guests, I apologize for sounding very sick, but uh, to be honest, I'm on the tail end of this cold that I've been fighting. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Feet, aka Jeff Feet, first got me sick. Uh, it's been pretty rough the past couple of days, but we're fighting through it. Also, I hope everyone had uh a good christmas a good holiday whatever you celebrate i just got back from palm springs i was able to hang out with one of my best friends nate i got to see my parents some of my family uh, it's always a great time i literally love christmas go listen to funky glitter christmas by nmix one of the best christmas songs ever created uh, but i hope all of you had a wonderful time like i did but on today's episode we had to track down our good friend Brian, he's the singer of a band called Odeome out of New Jersey, and they're a newer band that I'm a huge fan of. I saw the band pop up on a bunch of flyers, and then I saw some of their live sets that were filmed by Jeff Feet first, and I thought they were awesome. So I reached out and wanted just to you know lend my support and uh, you know help put people on who may not be familiar. I think the band's sick and they have a lot of potential, and honestly, everything that they've put out so far has just been really fun. So if you're not familiar with Odeome, please hit pause, go boot up your Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Bandcamp, YouTube, whatever. Go listen to all their music. Uh, go to YouTube, go to Jeff's page, uh, Feet First Productions, go watch all their live sets and then come back here and listen to Brian and I talk about a lot of cool stuff. You know, he, he surprises me towards the end of the conversation, spoiler alert, that he's a he's a stay, right? He, he's a fan of Stray Kids, which I literally had no idea that he knew anything about K-pop. But when I, I heard that he knew about K-pop, I, I got really excited because I'm a huge fan. K-pop's awesome. Triple S is taking over the world. We're going to Vegas to see twice. Hopefully weekly comes to America. If not, hopefully when I'm in Korea uh, next year, I, I'm able to see them. But K-pop's not slowing down. But please, Strap in, enjoy this conversation. Without further ado, welcome Brian to the show.
All right, and we're recording. Welcome to the podcast, Brian. How's it going? Not too bad, brother. Just uh, relaxing, hanging in after another day of work. You know the usual. Yeah, you got the the gamer headset on. Oh man, yeah, dude. I I mean I haven't really been you know shredding the game, but it's been a while. It's nice to just sit at my station though. It's very uh, nostalgic. I don't yeah. spend a lot of time here. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's like one of the few times where I feel at peace is when I'm sitting at my station, just because like I I, I do so much here, right? I uh, yes spend a lot of time with my friends on Discord. This is where mm-hmm. I you know edit. I all the stuff for YouTube, the the podcast. So uh, sometimes when I'm sitting in this chair, I'm like, all right, this is this is where I feel most at peace because it's just it's just me doing the things that I love. It's a sense of relief, a nice little fresh, you know, breath of the air. Sometimes you know, just let I come home and uh, dude, I'm just so beat. I'll sit here sometimes, and I won't even play or do anything. I'll just sit here and just be like, <laughs> and then I just go to bed. <laughs> like, it's like a nice little reminder, but I remember those days on Discord playing League of Legends for like six hours and realizing, oh crap, it's two in the morning. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, I, I'm very <laughs> conscious of my time. Uh, I, I I used to be th- that person that needed like the least amount of sleep to function, but now it's just like I've kind of um, put getting rest and sleep, uh, you know, like higher up on my priority list. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I I always heard it when I was younger. It's just like just wait till you're older. You're not going to be able to you know do things like when you were young. And I'm like I was like I don't understand how that's ever going to be a thing because all like, you know <laughs> let me power nap for an hour and I can function for the whole day. But it's like no, like I, I get it now. I'm, I'm I'm a little bit older and uh, I definitely realize how important uh, you know getting some rest is. Dude, I I hear that all the time because I, I like I'll work a full shift on like three to five hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. And it'll it'll be like a 13, 14 hour shift. They're like, I don't know how you do it. And then I'm like sipping a C4. I'm like, ah, me neither, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's like another thing. It's like, I, it's like I turned, I'm 26 now, but it's like I turned 25, dude. And like my body's like, I'm like, oh, man, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I didn't, I'm 34. So I, I feel like I, I didn't start feeling it till like my 30s. And like I was in denial for like the longest time, but um, I had to accept like, yeah, like uh, even though like 30 and like the bigger picture, it isn't actually that old, but it's just like, I feel like, okay, I, I think I can finally feel like my body like aging. Yeah. yeah, dude. That's like for me, my, I like my knees were always an issue because I got hurt when I was younger. But like now, like sometimes I'll do certain things. I'm like that, that guy that's like, oh, it's, it's going to rain. I feel it in my knees, you know, you're like, what? I never understood that until I got to this age and I was like, all right, they weren't just weird. They were being serious. <laughs> yeah. It was like this superpower that they just couldn't really explain. Like, yeah. Like the little premonition. It's like, it's going to rain. And you're like, what are you talking about? Bro? It's sunny right now. And I see, you know, two hours later, you're like, <laughs> like, how'd you know? Yeah. That's how it was yesterday. Like, uh, it's the fall and, uh, just out of nowhere, it's like, all right, here, here's a random rainy day amongst like the random like hot days because it, it's supposed to be really nice. Like this is like supposed to be like the uh, like the best weather because it's you know cold weather. But this year, I'm, I'm not sure if it's due to the global warming or what, but it's just it, it's still like 90 degrees some days, and it's just like this is so insane. Like it's never it's never been like this. It happened today. I was in the city uh, for work, and I'm like. 
wearing my sweater and my long sleeve because I thought it was gonna be cold today. I'm like, why am I sweating? I opened the window and I'm like, that made no difference. And I checked the temperature, it was like 67. I was like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, why? It was like 40 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, his temperature is on some, like, I'm, that's like something like I sound mad, like nasally right now. It's like, dude, the, like this weather's like the allergies. Just going from hot to cold, like my my nasal, like every like all my sinuses and everything have just been shot. Yeah, I'm always look forward to the cold weather because I feel like um just throughout the year, like I stock up on on hoodies and like you know like uh, <laughs> uh, clothes to wear during the cold times. But it's like this year, it, it's been so hit or miss, and it's just like I've been like you know so stoked to. Uh, you know, wear some things and be able to like have layers, and then like I'm like ready to go out. But it's like this year I've had to like double check because because b- yeah, before you're, you're like yeah. like throw the hoodie on, and you're like wait hold on, <laughs> you're like real quick before I go. Yeah, it's like this is definitely not cold enough to you know wear wear this cool hoodie, and it's not worth just sweating underneath just to look cool. You know, dude, I I just bought the sweater at Triple B Showcase from Soul Search fire sweater okay fire sweater and i think because of the way the temperatures have been i've probably only worn it about like four times i'm like it's not getting the appreciation it needs you know (laughs) it's just been t-shirts and long sleeves i'm like i can't do a sweater right now yeah for sure i i I bought this hoodie a couple months ago and i was like this is going to be like the hoodie that i'm going to just wear into the ground like i i I love it so much i want to get like the most use out of it and if i'm being honest i think i might have worn it once just because it's just like it's crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think my Soul Search hoodie has gotten more than like f- five or six hours physically on me. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I wouldn't even count it as days. It's just kind of like that's the <laughs> amount of time I've had it on. Because dude, it's like you go outside, you're cold. You go back indoors, it's like blazing hot in someone's house or wherever you're at. Especially shows, you can't wear a sweater at a show nowadays, dude. It's so muggy in those venues. You're just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, no, I, I've never been able to, to do that. It's like, I'll deal with like the uncomfortable, like, you know, uh, part of being cold because I know once I'm in a room full of, you know, bodies, like throwing their limbs every which way, like it, it'll warm up. It'll be fine. Well, it's like me and like the guys in my band, like we're like, you know, we two step, we mosh, we, you know, do it all. Like doing that in a hoodie, man, is like the worst. Like you, you sweat so profusely. It's like you're like wearing the sweater, and next thing you know, it's like your third layer of skin on top of your shirt that's attached to you already. And then when you go to take it off, forget it. Disgusting, dude. Like I can't do it. I'd rather take it off before the, sh- the show, mm. leave it in the car, and just walk in and just deal with the cold. Get nice and warm. Get out. Take the shirt off. Always bring a spare. It's like mandatory. Put another shirt on, then the sweater. Yeah, and I I'm, I hate having to worry about like extra stuff so like i i just like to go in with like as little as possible because it's like you know uh, it's enough to have to worry like all right like hopefully i, I don't lose my glasses when i'm watching yeah. or my phone doesn't go flying somewhere where i can't find it dude it's funny i actually so i'm i'm like very like minimalist when it comes to certain things like my wallet it's very like compact like okay. i don't like having excess like you know triple bifold like wallets i'm like nah i just need the one little pouch and i'm good but like I have to carry my work phone and my my like regular phone all the time. So ninety percent of the time when I go to shows, if I'm not wearing like the carpenter or like cargo pants, I wear Adidas pants because they have zipper pockets, so nothing's gonna fly out if I want to do anything. Mm-hmm. So that's like the way I, I roll now. It's like nothing's gonna fly out. I keep what I keep in my pockets. That's all I need. Zippers or like these pants I have on right now. It's like I have at least six pockets on each side. 
So it's like I'm I'm good. But I do not like carrying like a bag, a sweater in case I get hot. Like I have friends of mine that will be at a show and they'll be like, hey, can you hold this for me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, like there's a reason I came like with no bag or nothing. Like I don't want to hold anything. Everything has to be like out of the way. Yeah. I, I've heard too, like they'll bring a backpack everywhere. I'm like, what's in there? <laughs> Why didn't, do you really need a backpack <laughs> everywhere we go? It's a little strange sometimes. My my girlfriend does that. She's like, she always has a little Dickies bag. And I'm like, a, she always has gum, which is like, okay, word. That's necessary. Yeah. But like, she'll put her phone and everything in there and she'll be like, where's my phone? And I'm like, it's in your bag. And it's like, she always has that bag. And I'm like, I don't know how you do it. And she, even when she drives, dude, she drives with it by her feet. And I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe it's like a sense of comfort, but I prefer having like my hands free because like you want a two step, like do two stepping while holding something like your phone or like if you want to mosh while holding your phone or trying to make sure it's not flying out your pocket or it goes flying and someone steps on air. There's that guy that's like, and you're like, you know, just to get it back. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the, the last time I like, was moshing my phone went flying somewhere like some guy tried to steal my phone which was like the funniest ah. thing he like uh put it in his pocket but he didn't realize that i had like um my phone so like whenever you would text or call it like like the flash would go off and it'd vibrate and like the ringtone was really loud so we're actually this <laughs> we're in this dark venue and i was like right, i'm gonna find this motherfucker so like i, I had my it's... buddy had my buddy call my phone and then i saw it and this guy like didn't realize that all those settings were on so like it totally blew up his spot and then he he pretended like he was trying to like you know look around and like find the owner of the phone but i, I walked right up to him like give him my fucking phone you fucking weirdo nah dude that's that's another thing too i'm like very i'm a very calm guy so but it's like I try to avoid a lot of conflict. Okay. And I've seen that happen where like the phones go and someone's like, oh, it's mine. It's like, bro, I like there's literally a photo of me and like my kids or like me and my girl on the screen, bro. Like that's not yours. Like I don't have to beat somebody up for just some stupid stuff like that. You know, it's like I don't like to fight, but I'll fight, mm -hmm. you know, but it's just like I, don't, I try to avoid stuff like that because it's like I've seen that happen, dude. I've even seen guys like pick, try to pickpocket people's phones. And I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? That's crazy, like, on, bro. Yeah, dude, I, we have a venue in Jersey. It's called Starlin Ballroom. Twice I've caught somebody like trying to grab somebody's phone out their back pocket. And I'm like, bro, like, come on, bro. Like, for what? <laughs> like, you can't unlock it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just go going to be a brick. Yeah, it's just going to be yeah. a brick. <laughs> so you're not going to go pay for somebody to undo it for you. It's like you, you just stole a free phone, but now you're paying to get it to work for you. Like, come on, make sense of that, dog. Yeah, they're just being, you know, dicks for no reason. I hate that shit. Corny. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. But had you or wanted to have you on today because I, you know, am a fan of your band Odiame. Um, can you awesome. talk about how that band came together? And also, um, I, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Jeff from Feet First because uh, him and I are friends, and I was uh, just watching the videos that he posted, and I saw your guys' set from. Uh, you, you, I think it was, you guys were playing Lake Como. Um, yeah, salties. Yeah, yeah. Beach bar. yeah and I, I, you know, I, I'd seen your your guys' name on on some uh, flyers before, but never really checked the band out. But when I watched that set and I saw like the crowd going crazy, I was like, "Damn, this is awesome!" So th that's when I started really tapping in. Dude, for real, shout out to Jeff. Jeff's actually been to. Let's see, did he come to our? First, I think he was. He actually said it. He was like, "I couldn't make it to your first show because I had this and third. I was like, "Bro, chill. Like, don't worry about it." But he recorded our second set ever. 
Uh, he recorded that salty show, and the dude, that dude, that dude's so genuine. Like him, Sonny from Five Five Six, like or however you pronounce it, but like those guys are like awesome, man. Like you see them all the time; they say hi to you. Jeff is actually a really genuine guy, mm-hmm. and uh, that set for us was like Salty's was 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 like a, a kind of like a not really a turning point for us in ter- in terms of like taking ourselves more seriously, but like it was we um. You know, when we started the band, like last year for me, it was a mental thing of like, yo, I want to start a band and call it Odiame. And Odiame in Spanish means hate me. Okay. And, and, uh, you know, I, uh, I was just talking the, the, the idea into fruition, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start a band, call it this, it'd be dope, you know, do Latino hardcore, or, you know, speak, you know, do Spanish vocals. And it was me and my old roommate, Marcus, who's down in Florida. And, uh, you know, it was, it was me and he was going to send like something for me to do something over. And like, it just never worked out. Cause like, I was too busy with life. Like I got kids, man. I got, you know, work and stuff like that. So things just kind of were like bundled up. And then, uh, last year at, uh, I met this kid, Julian, who's now the basis of my, my band through my friend, Leon, who's one of the guitarists in my band. I've known Leon since I was 13 or 14. And uh, I met Julian at FYA last year. You know, throughout the year, we were like, yo, it'd be dope to do this. And, you know, Julian and Leon were both like, yo, that's a really dope idea. And Julian, Leon, Keon was the drummer of my, my band. And then Marlon was my other guitarist that we just added to the band, which was a huge addition and asset to the, the sound of what we are going for now. Uh, they actually all used to be in a band called Greater Pain. And... It was more like metalcore style, like they had some some hits of hardcore, but it was more, it was more metalcore. Like every, the ongoing joke is like, yeah, no more metalcore, no more metalcore. But they all came from there. So the run-on joke within our friends is, uh, it's Greater Pain 2.0 is what Oyama is, and because uh, literally it's everyone minus the vocalists, except I'm the new guy. So it's literally Greater Pain. Just <laughs> let's take Spencer out and put Brian here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it be, it was just a topic of conversation, and then eventually we were like, "Yo, let's just do it." And we started meeting up back in, I would say now we started back in like May was when we first like you know met up. Uh, it was uh, myself, Julian, and Keon. Leon had just had uh, shoulder surgery, and. Uh, Jay, the vocalist of Bayway, which to me is like one of my fucking family members. Okay. That guy's been, like, we honestly wouldn't be who we are in Odiame if it wasn't for Jay to help us like build from the beginning. Even now, like, we record our music with him. Uh, we, you know, if we have, if we need advice or I'm like, hey man, I'm having a hard time with this. Like, what do you think? You know, he'll like jump in and be like, yo, just change this, da 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 da. This shit's kind of corny. Just do that instead. How do you feel about this? And he like he'll help me revise stuff. Like I see him as my mentor, as on top of seeing him as like one of my best friends slash brother. So uh, when we first met up, I think if you listen to the single like all the ma or like you know after initiation all the ma the the dan and dan and dan and dan and dan and Julian started playing that, and it was me, Julian, Keon, and Jay actually because jay was actually playing guitar for us while we first met so after 10 minutes julian came up with that based uh a bass line and keon just started doing his own thing like you know 
And then Jay started playing something. And before you knew it, we had our intro or our, you know, self-titled song in less than 20 minutes. And we met up probably one more time after that with Jay. And then Leon came the time after that, learned everything from Jay. And we kind of just went from there. And uh, we wrote the demo probably about back in July. And everything was done. Like We were sitting on the demo for a while before we actually released it. And uh, the, the, what, what, what made us like delay was just timing. You know, like I, I myself have five kids. You know, I'm a father of five kids. I, I work literally like crazy Monday through Friday. Uh, when season's open, I play rugby. You know, uh, Julian, my bassist, plays uh, for D2 and D3 rugby as well. Uh, you know, all of us have like really crazy like schedules. So like meeting up was like impossible. And even now we have our days like, hey, you know, what's this? can we meet up this day? No, man, I have this, I have that. that I can we do this day? And like, we'll start from Monday and get to Thursday and be like, all right, let's meet up Thursday. And then it's like, wait, I can't do Thursday. Let's meet up Monday. But it's like, oh, but we just said we couldn't meet this Monday. So why are we meeting the next one? It's like, what's going on? So that's been our biggest delay. And uh, the band kind of, like I said, just started from a topic and it just like went. And uh, getting back to, to Salty's, like, you know, we like we take ourselves seriously as a band, but we also just like, you know, it doesn't really hit you, you know, that you're in a band or like, you know, you're kind of just doing it for fun. Like we, we do it as like a hobby. We find it fun as well. But like we take it seriously too, you know, like hardcore in Jersey is like a, a big thing of like, you know, the scene, the scene, the scene. And like, it is, you know, like I, that's our biggest thing. Like we represent where we're from. Not only do we talk about being Latino, we talk about being from New Jersey, you know, a lot of bands do it to represent where they're from. And, you know, we, I think Salty's is probably about our, I believe that was like our sixth, seventh show. And, you know, it was, it was overwhelming. We got asked to open for Tsunami and Suburban Scum. You know, we were like, what, like, like, bro, who, like us, like for them, like, what do you, what do you mean? You know, and it's, uh, we got offered by, uh, takedown records which is uh dylan from shackled and uh but it was greg from hold my own and you know mongoloids that hit me up and was like yo like you guys want to open for this and i was like dude hell yeah like we'd be honored and i remember i asked the boys bro not even like three seconds went by and they were like yes 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 and i was like all right, all right i'll say yes calm down and uh you know we get there which was super stressful for us too because that day my guitarist marlon uh showed up with literally a minute to spare for our set oh wow so bro he like walks on stage and he's like bro what the fuck is going i was like please set up please set up <laughs> i was like please set up plug in how long can it take you he's like oh like a minute and i was like make it half like just please hurry the hell up and the sound guy's looking at me like yeah he's just like come on <laughs> i'm like I'm like we got a show to run dude and we're like freaking i'm like freaking out and he sets up and like for all of us we were kind of like you could tell in the beginning of the set we're all kind of like not trying to make eye contact and uh, I jokingly say, like, oh, I'm not going to make a lot of eye contact because it makes me nervous. But I say that because when I do that, as funny and corny as it sounds, bro, it kicks all the nerves out of my head. You know, it's like one of my, like, setbacks. Like, I say, like, oh, I'm not going to make eye contact because I'm nervous. And then, bro, it's gone. My anxiety, like, peaks before I get on stage. And then when I say that, it's like it never existed. And uh, that's set, man. Like, I... There was kids singing along that I've never even seen at shows. You know, like uh, there was people that clearly don't speak Spanish 
doing the Spanish vocals. Like, I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, and it's it's been awesome, man. Like, we even getting a lot of really good, like, reception. And uh, even, like, things that we've heard along the way, like, after Salty's, like, we kind of, like, we, that, that really, like, put us on a good, like, you know, standing point for, like, being a newer band in Jersey. And, uh, like, there's a lot going on in Jersey in terms of bands, man. So it's, like, you know, for people to be supporting us, it's kind of like, hey, we're just a bunch of guys, you know? And, like, we go to shows a lot, too. But, like, you know, sometimes you can't make it out to all of them. And we got, you got, you got crazy bands in Jersey, like, you know, Bayway, for example. Like, bro, just straight popping it off. And then you got Never Again, Cut Down. Uh, you got Disguised. Like, those dudes are sick. You got uh, Discontent, which is guys from Jersey and Delaware, PA. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot going on. And it's just, like, you know, just being a band that gets to like hang out, share a stage with guys like that, or, you know, just hang around people like that and bands like that. It's awesome, man. Just being part of that same like upcoming bracket of New Jersey bands right now. And obviously Bayways, you know, a different level from us, but like, you know, those guys, like Jay's a fucking humble dude. And, you know, like I said, a lot of what we, of who we are as a band, we owe to him. So, you know, and he's always there, man. Like, it's funny. Like, any any set, I think he's probably only missed about one of our sets. But any set that we play, like, he's right there on the side, like, jamming out, dude, having a fucking blast. Like, just, you just see a smile. And he's just moving with his little tall, tall-ass self. He's just like, yeah. Uh, and then he, we got the song with him, and he hops on, takes the mic. Everyone goes crazy. But, uh... Hey, dude, dude, it, it, from just being an idea or like a topic of conversation to who we are now in six, seven months, you know, it's it's been it's been really awesome. Like just seeing it happen. I I we have a guy releasing our demo in Barcelona on cassette. Uh, he's like he's like I'm selling fifty copies. I'm gonna send you guys ten. Uh, what color do you want it? This and the third, and I was like, "Oh, this would be awesome!" Like, what do you want? He's like, "Don't worry about it." And I'm like, well, "Like, nah, bro. Like, it, like, let me put some money down. It's for like my like for our band. Like, what do you?" He's like, "No, no, not to preocupes. Like, don't worry about it." I'm like, "All right, you know, like, sure, that that's fine." Uh, I had a, a guy at a show. The last show we played was uh, a charity for a church, Collab Arts. Uh, men's shelter and uh this guy I, i've seen this guy in passing but i never really like you know it's like hey what's going on man how you doing and uh the dude's like singing along to every fucking word dude like every word and i'm like yo who, who is this guy you know like and the dude comes up to me after he's like yo what's up man like i'm a big fan of you guys like i think you're out you guys are awesome he's like you know i'm an esl teacher uh, like one of my students has been trying to get into like, you know, heavier music. And, uh, you know, he was, he's taught, he mentioned how like, there's not a lot of bands that do Spanish and he put us, he put us onto the kid and we're like the kid's first glimpse at hardcore. So hearing something like that, it's like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, you know, I remember my first hardcore show. I mean, I wasn't that like young, but I was 15, 14, got guest listed to a show, uh, for a band called Heart to Heart, because the vocalist was related to my girlfriend at the time, was like best friend, and uh, I just remember the atmosphere changing in the room 
when the vocalists are rotting out, Wally comes on stage and he's like, what the fuck is up? We're running out from California. Dude, the room, like, bro, the room just fucking engulfed in, like, this crazy-ass energy. And, uh, you know, heart-to-heart to that was kind of like, uh, all right, like, what the fuck just happened, you know? <laughs> like, But, you know, I remember, I remember that experience, you know? So, for me, hearing that for this kid, it was like, that's fucking awesome, you know? It's, 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 we're, we're trying not to, like, we're not trying to sit here and make a statement like, bro, we're fucking Latino, like, no, it's like, bro, it's a reminder letting you know what the fuck we are. But it's also, you know, to provide to both sides of like, you know, people who speak English, people who speak Spanish, you know, provide to like our Latino community and then our community that we have now. You know, so it gives a diverse, you know, exposure is the best way to say it for like the band. You know, we people can talk, you know, do vocals in Spanish or do vocals in English or like, oh, shit, I don't speak English, but I want to learn, you know boom, or I don't speak Spanish, boom, I want to learn. Like, I got plenty of my friends that don't speak Spanish, but they could sing Puerto Vida better than I can with the accent and everything, you know? <laughs> like, so it's awesome, man. Like, we, we're we all, like, just kind of, like, shocked at how things have gone since we started, you know? And, like, we're already working on an EP, and like, it's all we talk about. Like, we'll hang out at parties, and everyone's like, yo, da 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 we're just like, yes, yeah, so what do you think about this idea, blah, 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 people are like, yo, shut the fuck up, you know, <laughs> like, please, <laughs> like, and we, we can't help it, it's like a, it's like a second thing, you know, we just naturally do now, and sometimes we gotta be like, hey guys, come on, chill, chill, like, we're at a function, you know, like, let's, let's pretend like we're here, all right, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's funny, and, um, and big shout out to Jay from Bayway, it's actually his birthday today, so happy birthday, yes. Jay, yeah, birthday, Jay. Yeah, former guest of the podcast, and you know he he's always been uh, really kind uh, ever since I you know asked him to come on the podcast. So uh, to to hear him have such a um, important role um, in helping you guys out early on, I I think that, that that's really awesome. It's always cool for me to to hear uh, you know these stories of um, you know uh, you know bands helping each other out, and it just shows uh, you know strength in their scene. So to to yes. be able to hear that from from you. And just, uh, you know, uh, from like, you know, knowing Jay since he's been on the podcast, I'm, I'm like, that. that's just such an awesome thing. And I, I love that, right? Because, you know, yeah, Bayway, they're, uh, you know, pretty hot right now. So for them to, uh, for him to even want to um, help out a newer band uh, come up, I, I think that's really awesome. And, and shout out to Dylan and Greg for um, even asking you guys to play that show because, you know, Tsunami is one of the biggest bands in hardcore. They could have gotten any band to play. So for them to, want to put on for a newer hardcore band from the area. I, I, I think that's really awesome. And that's one thing that I love about Greg and Dylan is that they're like very proud of New Jersey hardcore and, and you know, they're, they're doing a, a lot of good things for the scene out there. So, so it's really cool to, to know that, uh, you know, uh, they're like really tapped in and wanting to help people out and, you know, put on for New Jersey. But that's what it is, man. You know, like it's, that's what, that's the important role as like, being in a band you know it's it's helping like build each other up like dude i if i'm not going to a show i'll still share a flyer you know it's like if i if i can't go i can't go you know i got my kids i got this but it's like i'll share a flyer because me sharing that flyer is a possible chance of anywhere from five to ten people being like oh shit i got nothing to do let me go to that show mm-hmm. you know it, it, it's the small things and people don't realize that like you got people like jay selfless bro selfless that man literally will take the shirt off his back to give it to you like that man is is honestly like i said like he's a family member to me and he calls me family too 
you know, like that, that man literally like every time he talks to me, bro, he texts me, tells me he loves me, reminds me like I'm doing great when I'm not, you know, and I feel like I'm not, he says, I'm proud of you. Congrats. Like, you know, he does everything he has to do as where he stands in my life, you know? And then you got people like Dylan and Greg, like you said, they care a lot about Jersey hardcore and like they do, man, they put it on. Like they, they actually booked our first show. We, we didn't even have a full like set. We played <laughs> three songs with an instrumental, which is now Por Vida. And uh, a makeshift intro that became initiation after refinement to it. Uh, and they booked us to open for Brace War. And that was our first gig. Our first gig was Brace War. Our second gig was Raw Brigade. And then Raw Brigade liked us and made us play with them in Brooklyn for our third. Like, we've played a lot of big shows. Like, not like yeah, big shows. And it's awesome. Like, everyone's just helping each other build. Like, a lot, advice that I have when I write is verse so nice, you say it twice. And that was a kill from end it they they gave me that advice because i asked him like what do you do and he that's exactly what he told me mm-hmm. he was like bro just do it again he was like if it sounds good say it again he was like it works he was like it's hardcore he was like nobody give a fuck what you say <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it's just like how you uh present it because i i remember when i first uh you know looked up the demo uh and even watching that set and just like the way you open up the demo in your set with the your <laughs> i'm just like all right, <laughs> yeah, all right. i'm like i'm like this is gonna be like fun these guys are uh you know having fun with it just hearing that right off the bat i'm like all right this is gonna be awesome dude it's it's funny as hell because uh you know your is just like a i mean it's like a universal thing but like in jersey new york like it's huge bro like people mm-hmm. are like you're and you're just like you're you know yeah so when i when i did that I was like, people are going to think this is funny as fuck, but they're probably going to think it's corny as fuck too. But I was like, it's fun. You know, I'm very, I'm a very high energy person, man, in terms of like just being like, I want things to be fun. My vision for the band was when we write music, I want to write music that's going to make people look like when I look out, I want to see people smiling because they're having a fucking blast. I want to see people dancing because they're, they're fucking with the music. I want to see my friends having a fucking, you know, a great fucking night. And that's everything that I'm getting. And that's everything the boys wanted too. you know, like we don't, we don't do any choice. Like we don't make any choices for the band unless we're all on board. So the fact that everything's going the way it is and we're all happy as shit and, you know, the reception has been awesome. It's like, you know, I wanted to have fun and I did your, and then if you listen to the end of the demo, uh, actually the, the first sample of the demo is Bienvenido a esta pendejada. And that basically says, it, it says, welcome to this bullshit. And it's actually my voice recorded, but distorted. <laughs> so, okay. And then, and then at the end of the demo, in the slowdown with the drums, uh, if you listen closely, we go from guitar, bass, guitar, bass, and drums to bass and drums to just drums. And then it slows down into the sample at the end. But before that music sample plays, you hear me go, ah, ah. And it was something that Jay recorded of me. Uh, I was right. I was like tracking the vocal and I fucked it up and I just screamed, ah, ah. And he ended up just throwing it in the song without my uh, recollection until uh, the demo was released. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So like, it's, it's, it's all like, bro, as long as we're having fun and people enjoy the fact that we're having fun. And that's what everyone tells us. It's like, yo, you guys just have energy on stage like you guys look like you're just having a blast and that's what it is man like it's it's not supposed to be a job it's not supposed to be like the way of life you know it's supposed to be 
something that adds to your life that you fucking genuinely enjoy of sharing your craft to people and watching them accept and you know love infatuate whatever the word you want to use to your craft like you're like hey this is what i made i hope you like it and people say we love it you know it's it's like instant gratification but it's also like you're gonna have that critical critical feedback too you know and it's like that's stuff that you got to be prepped for and the fact that we get both it's like fuck yeah you know we we have people that are like you know friends of friends that are like oh yeah shit's kind of like you know it's it's just there's bands like that and it's like okay i get it that's cool we 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 got called raw brigade light i don't care <laughs> you know that's so like, funny it's it's a good hmm. roast but i'm like i'm not going to hmm. be like oh damn bro like no we're not like no nah, it's it's everything's in good fun man <laughs> like yeah you, you can't take yourselves uh, too serious especially when, when you read things on the internet right like you got to be able to let things just kind of just slide off because you know like nine times out of ten the people saying like that super negative stuff you don't even know you know like they don't mean anything to you in, in your real life and uh, you know just uh, read it uh, you know take take it for what it is but like just don't let it consume your whole day yeah like you, there's gonna be some guy in england that you'll probably never fucking meet and he's gonna be a little a little keyboard warrior and be like you guys are fucking mid and you're just like, yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> like, like we don't get offended, bro. We get, we've actually gotten a lot of shit talk towards us and we just brought you to see the group chat. We just laugh. We're like, Oh, I'm supposed to be like offended. Oh my God. Like, bro, we don't care. We're having a blast. Yeah. I, I think that's that, literally that, what it is. That's a great approach because yeah, like, yeah. like I feel like as long as um, you're enjoying what you're doing, and you know you're having fun i i feel like yeah like i feel like it's good to to have uh you know people on both sides right because the worst thing for uh you know a band or for anything for is to have people just not care just you know just kind of like you know be apathetic and just not really have an opinion but for people to obviously show a lot of love but and have people actually go out of their way to you know be super critical on it i i, I think it's great no you need that man like i i worry I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to a lot of things. I doubt a lot of what I do and everything. Okay. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, I always have to remind myself, like, people tell me, like, oh, you guys sound amazing. My brain's always like, no, we don't. No, we don't, you know? Mm -hmm. But I like, I, but I'm like, every time somebody says, like, you know, oh my God, you guys were awesome. Like, anybody you ask that has seen us live and has come up to me, you can ask them, they'll tell you. I give them a firm handshake, a straight look in the eye. I say, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I give them a hug. And, and we talk for a bit and that's it. Every single person. I make it like a goal for me to acknowledge and thank or say you're welcome to every single person that says, you guys were awesome. We're like, thank you so much. Or this, that, you know, like I go out of my way for that. And because it's, it's a reminder of like, there's a lot of bands that I enjoyed that let the hype get to them and they're not humbling. Mm-hmm. you know and i don't want us to ever get to that point and anytime like the boys uh i find them saying something that kind of seems like they're getting to that that like mindset and they can hear this and they'll know they'll be like okay dad like they'll say something and i'm like yo cut that out because it's like i don't want anyone in the band whether you know it's all of us down the line or someone leaves or whatever hopefully not um uh, i don't want us to get to a point where all we have is just good feedback 
and it gets to someone's head, you know, because that becomes uh, a complacent wrench in your craft. You know, you start thinking like, oh, well, we're, whatever we release, it's, you know, it is what it is. We're going to like it anyways. Like I, I've seen like that happen with countless bands and it's just like, congratulations. I just spent 40 minutes listening to an album that sounded exactly like the last one you just released and I'm not impressed. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, and like, uh, like, but it's still music, you know, even if an album is dog shit, I'll still listen to it, you know, and I don't want us to get to a point or anyone in the band to get to a point where it's that problem, you know, and like you said, I also don't want any of us taking anything we've, we get in critical feedback and being like, well, fuck that guy. Like, nah, dude, like, we're, like you said, you need that. You need that as a band to grow or to humble yourself. Mm-hmm. you know you need that you know some people you get you got a lot of bands that you know walk around with the little chest pout and it's like yo relax dog like <laughs> if you weren't in a band you'd just be some guy you know <laughs> like yeah it but it like dude it's all about having a blast dude having fun you know and like they're you got you know how people say like oh there's tough guy hardcore like Tough guy or not, man. At the end of the day, as long as people enjoy, um, you know, enjoy what we make, you know, or what we're doing or what I'm doing, that's all that matters, dude. I can't, my dude. My first, our first song is literally our band name, extended, and then it's I don't give a fuck what you think about us, and then in Spanish I say what you are is what you'll always be as a hater till the day you die, basically, mm-hmm. and then it's it's oh yeah man, oh yeah man, oh yeah man. And that's the first song. There's nothing fucking like, wow, those guys, you know, there's nothing there. For me, you know? like, it's just, it yeah. is what it is. And yeah, straight to the it, point. Dude, yeah. You know, that's what it is. And it's, it's, we really don't, you know, we did it as like a, that's kind of the way we settled the song, but like, we really don't give a shit what anybody thinks about us. You know, I don't give a fuck if people are going to be like, oh, those guys, blah, blah, blah. Like they're just taking advantage of, you know, the fact they speak Spanish or this, that, and the third. It's like, bro, so fucking what? Who cares? You know, like, like it is what it is. Like, we're not taking advantage of anything, man. It's just, I speak both languages. We every single person in my band is Latino. You know, uh, my, I'm from Honduras. My guitarist, uh, Leon's Costa Rican, uh, Peruvian. Look, then Keon is Puerto Rican and Nigerian. Uh, Julian is 100% Argentinian, and Marlon's Mexican and Dutch. So it's like, nobody's missing an ounce of Latino in the band. So like just doing what we do, it's like, you know, people are like, Oh, well you can't do that. If you got someone who's not Latino, it's like, yeah, we can. Cause what does it fucking matter? You know, it's, it's just what we're doing. You know, it's, it's just having fun, speaking Spanish, speaking English and just writing music. And, you know, people are like, Oh, what are you guys going to do in terms of sound? Like don't do beat down. Don't do beat down. It's like, I don't want to do beat down personally. Mm-hmm. Leon loves beat down. You know, and it's like, we're not going to do beat down right now. Like we have a flow of fast song, heavy song, fast song, heavy song, but we'll have a breakdown, but I'm not going to sit here and start writing chug, 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 you know, like it's just not, it's just not in my mindset to do that for a song, but I'm not going to bash it either. People are like, oh, don't write beat down. It's like, bro, who cares if I want to write beat down? If that's what we end up becoming, then, you know, we change the band name and fucking make another one. That's what everyone does. Everyone's in a big ass band. They're like, mm, I want to do shoegaze now. And then come up with some <laughs> crazy ass sonic band name, you know? Like, That's so funny. And then it works. Like, it fucking works. You got, like, look at the guys in All Under Heaven. 
eighty percent shackled. Yeah, and it fucking it, I love them. They're fucking awesome. You know, it's 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 just like if you doing what you want to do. Your mic went out for that last part. It's I said it's not wrong with doing what you want to do. I didn't realize I was going to make that do that. Just learn something new. It's all good. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm curious. Uh, uh, how important was it to you know in, in, to include Spanish, right? Because you could have just stopped at the band name, but for you guys to uh, go all in and you know have the the lyrics and and I think it's cool to to, to have that flavor because obviously living out here in Southern California, like I, I'm around that a lot. My my stepdad's from Guadalajara. Um, hey, yeah. So so I, I'm around it a lot, and I uh, love that culture. So I'm I'm just curious, like you know, like how important was it for you to to not only uh, you know not just to leave it at the band name, but to actually you know mix it in with the it, lyrics. It's 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 uh it's, it was crucial actually. You know, so I was born in California. Okay, uh, I was just I was just raised in Jersey, but my my father and his entire side is all over there in Van Nuys. Um, you know, it, I grew up with the Hispanic mom, you know, I learned, I grew up knowing English and Spanish. All my sisters were ESL and didn't speak English and had to learn it, oh, you wow. know, and, uh, I was the only one that spoke both and, you know, everybody like everybody in my band speaks Spanish except for Keon, but he understands it. And, but it was crucial. We all said it like, it's gotta be included. Like we can't go with a Spanish name, like, oh yeah, man, not like include the fact that we speak spanish and it was it, jay even said it jay was like nah bro speak spanish like that's fucking hard he was like you know like that's he was like not trying to be weird but that's like hella inclusive to a whole different community of people than just like american you know hardcore you know like dude we we got offered to play argentina next year you know we this guy in barcelona he's like oh i'm gonna release your stuff through europe it's like those doors probably wouldn't open if we didn't do Spanish, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the band name was just Odiame. And, and from there, it's just, you know, like it, it kind of became a thing with just the intro. Um, song two, Absent with Jay, uh, is a song about. So, like, I, I know my dad now, but I grew up without him, you know? And it's, uh, that song's about not having a dad, you know, just, you know, if you listen to it, it's, uh, it's uh leaving her to raise me on her own and uh there's a, sp- a part where like builds up and we say ya no mas te necesito means like i don't need you anymore you know and a lot of people resonated with that song like there's a lot of people with hella daddy issues bro that like mm-hmm. just like they heard that song and they're like what the fuck like damn this shit's mad deep and i'm like but that's it i want music that's relatable i don't want to make music that's just like Oh yeah, shit! This guy, this guy probably owns a fucking Glock, dude. You know, like the fuck, like <laughs> yeah. You know, I want music that's gonna relate. I want music that's gonna hit people. You know, I want shit that's gonna always sit there in the back of the mind. And you know, so adding Spanish was also a good source to that. You know, it's stuff that we all talked about as a band. We're like, you know, we gotta do Spanish. You know, por vida is for life. Like I even have it tattooed on me and everything. You know, it's just like a saying that I've always gone by. And uh, that song is actually dedicated to all like my really close friends. And uh, the lyrics are uh, Por Vida. Like, uh, well, the lyrics are Esta familia es lo que tengo. It's like, this family is what I have. Aquí en el alma los llevo dentro. Like, I have them, you know, I keep them in my soul. 
siempre presente en mi mente, always present in my mind. Dejo la vida por mi gente. It's like I'd, I'd leave everything. I'd leave everything for my for my my people. Mm-hmm. And then por vida means for life. Uh, los tengo means I have them. Julian says siempre los tendré means I'll always have them. You know that's what that song is. It's just like an homage to the fucking people that stand by you. You know, because in the beginning I have a whole little speech talking about there's like blood family and there's family that are your homies that became family. You know, people, I'm sure you got people like that in your life. You know, I got like, I got Jay, you know, I got like my, my brother Dom. I got the guys in my band, a bunch of guys. And that's kind of what that song's for. That song is for the people that fucking stick to you no matter what. Yeah. You know, and outro is just us being fucking obnoxious and just saying like, we don't, you know, now it's time to set the record straight. We don't care if it brings us hate. To speak the truth, we'll say it to your face. No one does it better than the Garden State. It was just a New Jersey hardcore, you know, call out. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I, I love that you, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> represent New Jersey and shouted it out, uh, you know, the, the whole state that way. Because it's cool. Because I, I, you know, obviously I'm very proud to uh, represent Orange County hardcore, right? I, I, I always make it clear that, like, I'm like a transplant. I, I grew up in, like, the Palm Springs area and moved, like, to Orange County in, like, my early 20s. Um, uh, which was nice because back home in the Palm Springs uh, area, like our hardcore scene, like was just like basically dead. Um, <laughs> and it, it's, it, it's, it's popping off now. Shout out to, uh, there's like a band, a newer band about to drop a record, uh, face facts. And then my buddy Hyro plays in a band called Bronca out there. So they're still um, doing their, their thing with them as much as they can. But, um, just being in that scene and watching it kind of fall off just because you know no venues a lot of internal drama so instead of yeah. us coming together supporting each other it became uh you know us like fighting at every show over shit that it you know a bigger picture doesn't matter and just kind of ruined the scene so when i moved to orange county um you know bands like fury were just starting off so be to to be able to um, you know, champion them and, uh, you know, be from where they're from. I was like, all right, this is, this is cool. And I, I've always been very proud to represent like, you know, everything that's going on out here. Uh, so, so I, I, I love when I watch other people, uh, you know, be just as proud, uh, you know, from where they're from and rep their scene as hard as they can. Yeah, man. It's, it's like I said, it's important, you know, it's, uh, you know, you got a lot of bands that come out of like, for example, California, you got, like, dude, a lot of the big bands that I I take influence from are like rotting out, you mm-hmm. know, tsunami, field of flames, gulch, drain, terror. You got like one of my f- fucking current favorite bands, Barrio Slam, dude. Those guys fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. Barrio Slam it fucking hits. You know, you got Human Garbage. Yeah, they're dude, sick. like you know they're ridiculous. All those bands are awesome, and all of them are proud as fuck of where they're from. You know, like you got Human Garbage, CA first. You know, it's just like, damn, why, bro? We get it, California, but like that—that's the way it is, you know. Yeah. And it's a lot of those bands. Dare, you know, they—they fucking—they repped Orange County hard with the when they first released their demo and everything after that. Look at Tsunami. I don't—I don't know many times. I—I'm sure if we took a shot every time we heard real bass shit, we'd be fucking like dead. (laughs) You know, like you know, but that's the way it should be. Yeah. You know, it's it's important. And we got, you know, we got a lot of bands in Jersey. And like you said, like you gotta help each other like build, man. You know how many times, like, you know how many times I hear people like just bring down other bands and I'm like, I'm like, like, dude, like you don't gotta do all that. You know, if you don't like them, you don't like them. You know, like 
there's no point in saying like, oh, fuck that. We're not going to book them. Like if they did something worth doing that, then do that. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like you don't like them, so you're not going to book them. Eh. Like, I don't think that's a good enough reason. But like, if that's what you want to do, go ahead. You know, that's like we say in Spanish, I to like, that's you, you know, whatever you got. And, you know, like, if we don't build each other, man, that's like your scene's just going to stay stagnant. You know, like I, I love hearing TikTok hardcore. Cause it's like, if, like if you think about it, you want to say like, "Oh, those TikTok poser kids!" Like, bro, we were those kids one, at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just TikTok wasn't a thing. Like, you know, how many people we could probably put on blast if we pulled up their Tumblr account? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that is comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can't just talk shit and be like TikTok kids. It's like, bro, like. We was on MySpace making playlists with the SpongeBob background, like him wearing diamonds and shit with the famous logo. Like we, we ain't low, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, and I embrace that, like, cause yeah, coming up, if if MySpace wasn't a thing, I I I don't know how far I'd be in my hardcore journey because uh, I, I credit so much to my early days and just being able to find music to MySpace. Yeah, dude. Um, so so these days when um, you know I, I'm speaking to these younger kids and they're telling me that. They're discovering bands on YouTube, Spotify, TikTok. I think it's awesome. I, I don't see anything wrong with it just because, no, it, um, you know, it, it's the modern day MySpace and you know, Tumblr and all that. So it, it's like, I see zero issue with it. It's like, how do you expect to grow? You know, it's like that. That's who's going to help you grow. Like on top of your, you're also your following you're making from playing live. Cause like, like you said, like we found out about music through those kinds of like sources, those platforms, you know, mm-hmm. like I do, I found, I remember with MySpace was that fucking website where you can make a playlist and put it on your page. I mean, mm-hmm. like I do, I, I learned a fuck ton of music just through making a playlist for my MySpace. Like I was listening to shit at like the age of six that people were like, what the hell? What do you know about this? And I'm like, I don't know. I just found it. It fucks, you know, <laughs> like. But that's how it is. They're going to find out about you one way or another. And it's like, bro, if they want to support you, let them. Yeah. You know, it's like, and if you want to gatekeep hardcore, that's fine. Yeah, that's that's you, you know, but like us as a band, it's like, bro, if I hear a kid saying like, oh, yeah, I fuck with hardcore. And, like, you know, they give me a fucking name that I'm like, like that, that was the bullet in the chamber you got like that. I right, like, I'm not going to bash the kid. It's like, okay, cool. You, that's all you know. That's all the knowledge you have of hardcore. Here are some bands that you might fuck with. And that's when you start putting them on. Now you're growing their palette for hardcore. Now you're growing their knowledge for hardcore. You're building, you know, that's the kid that the kid, you could show them a band that they never heard of. Next, you know, two years down the line, motherfuckers are starting a band. And it's one of the biggest fucking bands coming up then. And you're like, damn, I put that kid on to have heart. I put that kid on to backtrack. You know, I put that kid on to shelter. I put that kid on to turnstile, you know, like, you know, it could be anything, you know, and then all it took was that moment for you to stop being a dickhead and just giving some guidance, you know, like that's all it is. Yeah. The way I, I look at it is like, okay, like all these younger, newer people finding out about hardcore on the internet, they're either going to show up to shows or they're not. And, and if they do, because of they uh, found it on TikTok, on YouTube or whatever, I, I think that's great. But if they're just going to, you know, sit at home and not show up in support, 
we're still fine. Nothing's really changed, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> we just got yeah, a couple more views. Person. Yeah, we, we just got a couple more views on social media, but it's not like they're going to be killing the scene. So yeah, so to to be so negative about people finding out about hardcore on on TikTok, I, I think it's just ridiculous. And and that's the thing. That's another thing too, man. It's like you know there are people that are going to come into the scene and fuck it up, you know. Yeah. But it, if there can be a point where we educate them, like pit etiquette. Or like, you know, what to do with like the do's and do nots of the mosh pit. Like, you know, yeah. it, shit like that. It, bro, as corny as it sounds, as simple as telling somebody, hey, if you don't want to get hit, stand back there. Like, you're not being a dickhead. Mm-hmm. You're preventing that kid from getting his shit cracked. <laughs> and then, you know, all it took was, yo, just go stand back there for a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's, it's as simple as that. Like, there's nothing wrong with telling someone like, hey, someone hits you. You can't get mad. Why the fuck are you standing there in the first place? Mm-hmm. I, I think that all the time. I, I think people getting hit like that—that—that's a good lesson, right? I, I feel oh, like yeah. it's like okay, like like you're gonna learn real quick if, if this is for you or not, because shit gets real yeah. aggressive, right? You know, I, I I've been uh, in the worst of it. I've been hit. Um, you know, I, I, you know, but over the years I've, I've been able to kind of learn, it's like, all right, I'm standing in the landing zone of the stage dives. So I better, you know, be prepared or like this certain guys, you know, spin kicking, punching this side of the crowd. Like, all right, like if I'm standing here, I, I just better know to, to, you know, to block it, to dodge it, or just to simply move out of the way. Move out of the way. Yeah. Like you, you don't got to try to start random fights just because you got hit for, for being in the way. Uh, yeah, the, 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 it's it's very um, complicated, right? Because there's so many layers to <laughs> the pit. Uh, but yeah, but there are like basic rules that I feel like a lot of people should know. Yeah, no, the hell yeah, dude. Like I, you'll see guys that like I, I, I've seen it. You see guys that show up to shows like once in a blue moon and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Mm-hmm. Stands on the edge of the pit, gets hit by a guy who's wearing three letters. All right swings on that guy and you're like what are you doing <laughs> you know yeah. next you know he's getting jumped and you're like who the fuck is this guy yeah. you know it's 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 so fucking like it's so it's simple things that it's like bro read the room yeah or so gonna be there fucking move you know <laughs> like yeah you gotta yeah it, it, like i said there's, there's a lot of layers to it so um, yeah uh, get educated ask somebody you know if you don't know yeah, something not, yeah yeah and yeah exactly or like if if someone doesn't know tell them you know like i'll do that i'll walk up to somebody and be like hey clearly you're having a hard time standing right fucking here where someone just threw an elbow in your fucking forehead uh-huh. yeah just to go stand back there yeah you know? like, or just you know go like in the crowd go like you know two people deep and you know chances of you yeah. getting hit are, are, are way less Oh, yeah, dude. I, I've seen it all. Like, I've seen it happen all the time. Like, I mean, I'm myself. I've broken my nose in a pit. I've broken my hand in a pit. Mm-hmm. I've, like, twisted an ankle in a pit that never got better. Like, shit's going to happen. I've gotten hit so hard. Like, I got a scar on my stomach, dude, from this kid through a spin kick and, like, through my shirt, the heel of his, like, van, like, his van sneaker, like, ripped my fucking skin on the surface and it never healed. That's crazy. You know, and, and I and I wasn't like it wasn't like he fucking threw like a, a fucking blade kick at me. You know, it was uh-huh. his fucking shoe. Yeah. And it's I still got it marked up. Like it shit's gonna happen. You know, and it's like you said, if it's something that you can't handle, then don't fucking don't step foot in the kitchen. You know, like yeah yeah and and granted too like like it's not for everybody. That that, that that's one thing that a lot of people got to remember like, you know, hardcore 
just the name it's like like look at it like like this isn't like for everybody so like when 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 people show up and they don't last i totally get it no i get it yeah yeah, but i want to encourage the ones uh you know who 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 are actually dedicated and who want to stick around and who understand it like yeah like i i want to try to encourage and empower the the younger kids coming up because like i always say they're the future they're the ones that are going to keep this alive when we're on the way out because uh you know we're going to stick around for as long as we can but hardcore doesn't live and die with us like it, it's going to live past us and i want to at least help to try to ensure that it's in good hands not that that's exactly it man i from like for me with like hardcore like where i kind of dove more into it was we had a venue called the litter box and i was helping like manage the hardcore shows there and jason from never again was booking a lot of shows you know through me we did the shackled record release you know through dylan to you know through me for the guys and uh i remember one time i was just like yeah it'd be dope to start booking hardcore shows and i started asking jason questions and jason just goes bro just book your own fucking show dude and i was just like no i can't do that i started booking shows you know and and there's shit that's like that i was doing that he was like yo i wouldn't do this like you know post this around that like instead of like not trying to be a dickhead he was just like yo don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. He's giving me advice. You know, it's as simple as doing that to guide someone who's like still trying to, you know, get their foot in the door or like, you know, do something in the scene. Like I had litter box to do shows at. And when we shut down, I was just like, I, I lost a bunch. Like I lost myself because it was something that I looked forward to every fucking weekend. We had mm-hmm. crazy ass shows. And then after that, you know, with nothing to do there, that's when the idea of starting a band came out and, you know, it's it's like all it took was someone like Jason to give me the influence and the push to like bro just fucking do it. You know, and and the idea of starting a band was uh Mully from uh Scarab. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when he you know, he was playing in a YOTK at Unity Barbecue. I have a video on my phone where he's like if you're thinking about do it, start a band. If you think you sound stupid, do it anyway. You know, and I remember that sat with me for a while. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to start a band. And, you know, it's as simple as saying one thing, guiding someone. And like you said, educating them, educating who's going to be the next fucking torchbearer or whatever they want to fucking call it. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've seen it happen, right? I, I, I've seen the... Uh, you know, young kids, uh, you know, enter the scene and then, you know, give it a few years. They're the, the big touring band. And, and, and it's really cool to see because it, it just shows that, you know, they probably got some good guidance, uh, and, you know, we're really down for it. So yeah, I, I feel like if, if, if you're really into it, um, you know, or if you're someone who's been around for a long time and you see some, you know, newer kids popping up that seem to be into it you know you could just simply just say what's up to him that could you know brighten someone's day because it's you know like we're all going through shit so uh to for me i i never want to go out of my way to to be you know mean or negative to to anybody so like when i'm showing up to shows and seeing uh you know younger kids or even newer bands like i'll go out of my way to show up early to a show to see a a band i've never heard of to you know to check it out because you know they could be my new favorite band um you know because i i i'm always curious because th- th- this thing is constantly moving 
don't want to get left behind. And it's something that I've since day one, like I, I've always been super passionate about it. I, I've always, I feel like I'm on this journey to find like the best hardcore band. I've just never been able to kind of, you know, to been able to satisfy that hunger because it's, it's you know, yeah. there's always, there's always good shit popping up. So I'm not like when I'm like, all right, like Fury is it. Uh, but then other bands pop up and I'm like, I don't know if Fury is it. Like Fury is definitely <laughs> like, you know, top three for me. But then it's just like, damn, there's so much good music. And, and it's cool too, right? Because uh, that's one thing that, that I, I love about hardcore is like you think it's peaked and you've heard it all. But then a new band will pop up and just kind of be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, that happens all the time. I Like I listen to a lot of fucking crazy ass music. Like, I, dude, I'll spend a whole day listening to anime openers, bro. You know, I was going to get to that at some point just because I, I, I noticed your shirt. I can see the pops yeah, in the yeah. background. Yeah. <laughs> dude, like, I'll, I'll listen to the anime openers all day and I'm just like, fuck, dude, that's Max, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll listen to hardcore bands from Indonesia. Like, I'll listen to, you know, Defy, Bleach. Uh, you got Whispers. Uh, dude, I don't think they're from Indonesia, but I think like, there's bands from, like Taiwan. Uh, there's bands like, there's a band called Slope. That's like, they're hardcore. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how. There's dude. They're so unique in sound. Like I don't even know what to distinguish them as. But they're from Germany. Okay. And their shit fucking rocks. It's just a little like trippy. And I've heard people be like, "Yeah, what the fuck is this shit?" And there's people that are like, "Oh, what the fuck is this shit?" You know, like you're gonna get that. But like, y'all listen to fucking everything. And like you said, like you're on this constant like search for bands and like. You like you think you hear it all, and then you hear some shit. And you're like, damn, you know. <laughs> like, then tomorrow's another band. Then you're like, fuck, dude. Like, what? What is this? Mm-hmm. And then Spotify Radio is like, yo, let me bless you real quick with some new shit. And then you're like, bro, I thought you couldn't impress me after yesterday, you know. <laughs> like, and it just keeps going, man. Yeah, I I, I get scared because um, I use that uh, Spotify DJ, like the AI DJ. I don't know if you've used it. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird, but okay. So I, I've been using it like I th- like maybe like a month after it came out before like Spotify was actually pushing it. It was just like I, I heard it on a podcast. I'm like, oh, this sounds really interesting. So I went and I, I use it uh, from time to time, like when I uh, don't really know what I want to listen to because I'm so fickle. Because it's just like oh, like there's like this really awesome podcast I want to listen to, but at the same time I want to listen to this new record that came out. So I'll just be like jumping back and forth, just really chaotic. So I'm just like, all right, like, let me just listen to music and I'll let the like AI decide. And and it does a really good job now because I feel like with all the skips of like, you know, I, I hate when it'll be like, oh, here's Spotify's top 40 songs in the world right now. I'm <laughs> like, like, I don't want to hear this. Shit yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, like, that's the shit I don't care about. So it's like, okay, like, like I've skipped it every time. So they like feed that to me less. But I'm just like, all right, like. Like I, as good as it's getting, I'm like, I, I can't fall into this hole where like, I'm just comfortable with listening to what I've already listened to. Like, I, I gotta make time to go out of my way to check out new music. Cause that's one thing that I never want to, to like fall into is to where I'm like, all right, like I'm good with what I've heard and that's it. Cause I, I know so many people who, uh, have given up on hardcore, right. They felt like they've, uh, heard it all. But I'm just like, no, like. Like you've listened to the same agnostic front record for 20 years. There's bands that sound just like that bands that you'll probably love just as much as agnostic front, like just check it out. And there's like, nah, like I'm good. And I'm just like, and it just blows my mind. I'm like, all right, cool. Like I never want to be like that just because I know that, uh, you know, uh, there's always going to be good bands that are new. Yeah. Right. Like, like it's never, I feel like there's never been a point where 
uh, hardcore has been stale. Like there's always someone who's going to come up and, and be like, all right, like, like we're going to make this shit cool. So I, yeah, I, I never like, want to fall into that. It's every, every second, man. I, so like before DJ, the thing came out, cause then he's like, yo, it's D, it's your man X. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. word, you know, you're like, all right. And you pretty much have to fine tune it to like what you want. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, like do what I, what I do is I go on a binge. I go, I'll go on Spotify, bro. Put a song on that. I like a lot. In terms of hardcore, like I'll put it on there and then I'll go to radio for that song. And then I'll find a new song on that radio and I go to radio for that song. Next, you know, I'm in a playlist with bands that only have like 50 monthly listeners that just started like a week ago. And I'm like, damn, this just goes kind of hard. You know, like I, and then, you know, you end up finding a vast variety of bands. Like I know right now, a a band that I like fuck with is, uh, they're called X Mariscal X. And they're from Argentina, straight edge band, but the vocalist is like eight years old. <laughs> Bro, like I, I'm so serious. That I was sounds like, crazy. What the f-? Eight years I was old. Like, what the fuck? Yo, he's like, a, yeah, he's a little kid, literally okay. a little kid. And when I first saw it, I was like, I was like, hold on. <laughs> you know, I was like, what? I was like, hold on. I checked. I sent it to my bassist, and I was like, yo, is that a kid? He's like, that's a kid. I was like, all right, like because he's from Argentina, and I was just mm-hmm. like, is it any like the like the like, is it someone's kid from, like, the other bands, like Distante or, or uh, any other bands? He's like, I think so. Because I know there's a guy named uh, Fede that plays in Distante, and I think it's, like, his kid. But, like, it's dope, you know? And if it's actually really good. And it's just seeing a little kid, like, bro, I have a nine-year-old. Uh-huh. You know? And if I see my fucking nine-year-old fronting a band, I'd be like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> like, But you find crazy shit. Look at Speed. Speed is, like, Bro, all they had to do was play that, da, 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 and it, it was the end of the world. Like that was it. Like, I'm sure to someone that little fucking the remix trumpets, that was it for them. They're like, I heard, I heard it all. That's all I needed in hardcore. But like you said, there's gonna be another band that pops up, and they're like, what the fuck? This shit's dope as fuck. And it's every second, dude. Like I, I find shit all the time that I'm like, damn. Like I, I just found out about uh, Sanity Slip. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what their uh, vocalists identify as, as, but I, you know, if it's she, they, but like the vocals are, are fucking insane. You know, like I was like, holy shit. And then like, I, I, I saw what she looked like and I, or, you know, what they look like. And I was like, whoa, I was like, that's fucking sick. You know, like, but, and it's, it's like, I forget what the hell they call it. It's, it's like beat down, I guess you want to call them or slam. Yeah. Slam. That's what it is. They're slam. And that's not something that I really fuck with, but for some reason, like the them and like uh, peeling flesh or snuffed on sight, like dudes, their sounds are just fucking like you hear it and you're like, whoa, what the fuck is this shit? And, and like it's like you said, it's an ever, it's an everlasting circle of music. You know, I'm always hungry to find new shit, whether it's hardcore, whether it's shoegaze, whether it's like indie. Uh, or new anime openers, man. <laughs> like, you know, I listen to everything. So it's, I like finding new music. And speaking of new music, um, if you're okay to talk about it, uh, you, you guys are just in the studio. Can you talk about that? Ah, uh, yeah. So, so we, we've been playing a song. Uh, we played it at Salty. So if you watch that set, you hear me say, this is a brand new song. We pulled it out of the slums of our assholes, which is probably one of the craziest things I've ever said, like verbally out of my mouth. But, we uh, f- literally had just finished 
making the song in terms of like piecing it together that Thursday before we played Saturday. So there was no time to like fine tune lyrics, this, that, and we played it. Uh, we recorded that. I actually have the file. I just, we just got to do vocals, vocal tracking. Uh, we're going to release that the song's called Chasing Rats. Uh, and then we're going to do two more songs, maybe three. Do you maybe like a three or four song winter promo, which will probably drop within the next month and a half or two? Oh, wow, that that's pretty soon. Okay, yeah, we uh, yeah, we're just trying to keep the ball rolling. Like, you know, we got a lot of stuff like coming our way in terms of like offers, and, and I know we got a really big show uh, next month that I actually don't know the details to. Uh, I just got asked, yeah, you want to play this, and I was like, sure. Uh-huh. And I was like, what's the information? And they're like, I can't tell you. I was like, uh, it's like, uh, do I say yes? Like, <laughs> like I was like, right. yeah, I feel like out of but, curiosity, I would be like, all right, let, let's play just in case this is something insane. Yeah, and, that, and that's, and that's what I said. And, uh, you know, I was told like, oh, Greg is putting you guys on. Uh-huh. I'm like, dude, I was like, hey, after what he just did for us, I was like, I'm yeah, we'll play whatever he wants to play. Uh-huh. And uh, we're trying to release uh, three to four more songs in terms of, of just having more stuff, you know, the demo just released September, but we sat on that demo for three to four months. Yeah. You but know, still, like, I feel like that's we, a really quick turnaround. There's like, what two months or no, like no, two, three months apart. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have Jay constantly pushing us to write more music like that. Dude, that guy's fucking brain. Uh, like, dude, he's got enough music for like, just from what he like talks about and like says, like he's got enough music ideas for Bayway to write them like music for the next 10 years. Like, just the way he talks about it, I'm like, I, you know, like I don't, That's <laughs> like, wild. I, like I don't know how you do it, like, and, and you know, he's like, yo, just, just push it, bro, like, just do it, like, you got, it. you just gotta feel that, and he's, you know, like him and his hand movements. I'm like, yo, you're making me nervous, but like, I feel you, you know, like, uh-huh. and uh, that's what we want to do. We just want to pump music out, you know, and we, uh, our sets are only about like 13 minutes, you know, and it's like I want it to be at least 15 to 20. Uh-huh. You know, I still want to find out what my vocals want to like, what I want to make, you know, what I want to do for screams or what I want to do, uh, what I want to sound like, what we want to sound like as a band. Like if you listen to chasing rats, it's not fast paced, you know I mean? Like it is, but like, it, it's more of like a, do the way it starts is, uh, like just boom, you know, damn, damn, damn. Like it just starts heavy, goes into a two step, slow down, uh, D beat. And then, back into a two-step and then heavy at the end with a fucking guitar solo and then this intro they were planning to do for that like so it's gonna be an intro for the winner promo into chasing rats we're going with like a thrash sound you know but it's still like our sound mm-hmm. and we're still trying to find out what we want to consider as us you know we kind of have a good idea, but right now it's, we're just focusing. Like we've turned down probably seven shows because I'm like, yo, I don't want to. We don't want to play, you know. We want to write, uh-huh. you know. And it's not that we don't want to play. It's just like we we need to focus on this right now. Yeah, you got to fine tune what's going on. Yeah, you yeah. know, the fine tune and just kind of like have more music out there. Like art. The only song that hasn't broken a thousand streams on Spotify is the outro. But everything else is over a thousand, you know. So it's like if people like it, then all right, let's just keep making more. You know, they can't only go through the same three and a half, four songs every fucking day, like, oh man. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, you know, like it's gonna get old, you know. Mm-hmm. 
and I want to make more shit. You know, I want to make more music. The boys are fucking dude. Every day, this phone goes off. I'm surprised it hasn't gone off again. I lied. Never mind. The group chat's going on. But like, they all they talk about is like, yo, meet up, make music. Yo, let's do this, make music. Let's do that, make music. You know, I'm like, uh, they're powerhouses, man. Every guy in my like, everybody in my band, bro, is just fucking all like awesome with the way they from their past band to now and just the way they communicate and have chemistry in terms of writing. Like all it takes is for one person to take the initiative. And now they're all fucking writing a song. I, I think in total from what we've done since salties to now in meeting up, I think we have probably about eight or nine different song ideas that we three were sitting with like legit with like, we're going to go with and everything else is still like, okay, maybe, or we'll write something new every time we meet up. Mm-hmm. You know, so like we, we I want to get to that point where, you know, it's like, yeah, we got an LP ready. Boom. You know, here's another EP. Boom. Here's the spring promo. Here's the summer promo. You know, we want to fucking test the waters with like other shit that we got, like, you know, putting in like a, acoustic mariachi type deal in songs, like, you know, have fun, you know, but it's like, we don't want to go too crazy either, but we still just want to have a, a blast doing what we do. Uh, I know the vocalist of Barrio Slam wants me to write a song so you can feature on it. Oh, that'd be so. You, know, you know, I I was like, "Yo, would you be down?" He was like, "Yeah, bro, send me that shit whenever you're ready." And uh, you know, I got a lot of homies like without peace. They want to do a split together, and uh, we told him like, "Yo, we're down." But like, you know, if you're down, let us know. Uh, their drummer is the drummer of Floor Punch. You know and. You know, it's fucking a bunch of people you meet and just connections, man. They just signed to, I think, what's it called? War Records? It's like the record company does, uh, I think it's War? I gotta check. The company that does, um, set like the record label for Terror. I forget what the, what the hell they're called. But, uh, they just like signed to them. They're releasing an EP. There's a bunch of shit going on. You know, and it's just like seeing everyone grow. And it's like, yo, we gotta keep growing. You know, like we just wanna keep making music. You know, we wanna keep expanding. You know, our reach, you know, it'd be awesome to play, you know, in another country, you know, and it's, we already got that offer. So we're going to take it. It'd be cool to play like South American countries or go to England or go to Japan, go to, you know, whatever. But it's like, obviously we're not going to get there for a while. So let's do what we can now to get to a point like that, where it'd be fun to just go on a tour, you know, put everything down and just fucking go on the road with the boys. Like, you know, when time comes, it'll be, but if not for now, just keep doing what we can to get to that to just keep growing you know I, and i don't see us stopping anytime soon hopefully but uh you know just i i for i think what like what marlon says and what julian says is like just let's not let the momentum stop you know just let's just keep the gears going you know even if we're having a fucking writer's block just keep going you know we'll we'll, we'll see what happens in a year from now we'll see what happens in four months We'll see what happens after the next big show we play. We'll see what happens after the next local show we play. You know, and I'm a big networking guy. So it's like, you'll you'll never see me not networking when we go to a show. You know, like I, bro, I just got a follower the other day from a deli just because I spoke to the guy in Spanish. And he was talking about like, oh, are you this? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm Honduran. Like one of, my, one of my best friends is Argentinian. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, the, like, we were talking about something, and I mentioned something. About, he mentioned music. I mentioned music. And I was like, yeah, the bass is my band. You know, he's an Argentinian guy. He's like, oh, you're in a band? Follow. You know, it's like always networking. It's like I'm constantly trying to grow, not just for me, because I know the boys want it, and I want them 
I want them and us as a band to just keep growing going forward. I want to see us get to a good point, you know? So it's only, it's only up from here is the way to go about saying For sure. Yeah. Well, I, I think you guys are on a good path. I'm definitely looking forward to hearing all the new music and I think the demo is awesome. And I, I hope, uh, you know, that you guys just continue to do what you're doing. And I feel like you guys will get to where you want to be because so far you know, we're only a couple months in and it seems to be going really well. Yeah, man. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. We're, you're just, like I said, we're just a bunch of guys just trying to have a great time. <laughs> like, all right. But- well, last thing before we go, I, I am curious. Uh, we, we briefly touched on anime, but I am curious, uh, what is your favorite anime and are you currently watching anything new? My favorite anime, uh, damn. Uh, so my favorite anime character of all time is actually beautiful Joe. Okay. Cause he was, he was an anime before he became a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have him tattooed on me and everything. Oh wow. That's like, fucking sick. <laughs> you know, I have, I have the bobbleheads over here. I got, the little fucking exclusive statue like like that's one of my he's, he was my obsession for a while i mean he still fucking is but mm-hmm. beautiful joe is my all-time favorite character all-time favorite villain would be fucking goku black dragon ball i would say would probably be a staple favorite uh anime because that's what i grew up on mm-hmm. you know I, I grew up on my dad well the guy that raised me uh bro he used to go to the flea market and bring me home fucking spanish vhs's of uh, dragon ball so I know Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball Z compared to people that are just like Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> like, yeah. we know two different intros, man. So it's like, but uh, I am currently watching a lot. I uh, I don't know how I do it, bro, but uh, I'm keeping up with Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I watch One Piece, fully caught up with that. Uh, I like expanding and watching a bunch of crazy shit. I've been watching uh, Cromartie High School with my girlfriend. It's a certified hood classic if you've never watched it. No, I've never seen it. Watch it. Okay. It's Cromartie, bro. It's if, like, all right, like, if you want to lose brain cells, you're going to lose brain cells. But, like, that it's fucking hilarious. It's 11 minute episodes, but it's like, it's 2003. So okay. it's like, oh, like early on, like anime. It's hilarious as fuck. Uh, I've been watching, I don't know, what the hell is it called? Some crazy ass fucking anime. Oh, there's the cleric. Um, I'm watching a lot of shit right now, man. I like I, don't, I barely keep up with it, but the main ones has been Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, I need to I need to catch up on Thousand Year War of Bleach. Like, dude, I I I don't this is like as corny as it sounds. Like, I don't watch like Netflix and stuff. I like strictly watch anime, which is like kind of weebish, but like <laughs> like you know like that's I don't I don't find like regular TV interesting. I just grew up on watching anime, so it's like I just keep watching anime. Shout out to Nami. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toonami was awesome. Uh, Toonami was great. Yeah. Chat, yeah. Because that's where I like found out about stuff like Outlaw Star and like Trigun, stuff like that. Oh, Trigun. Trigun's hard, bro. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm I'm trying to catch up in uh, One Piece, uh, but, but I'm uh, doing it so that like I'm like kind of skipping all the filler. So I don't know if that's like frowned that's upon. Fine. They're, um, they're fucking useless. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I go to this website called uh, onepace.com where they do like a really good job of like curating like all just like the major stories. So I'm like, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to one pace, which is enabling me to watch it at a great pace. Uh, so because yeah. obviously like so many episodes. Uh, so I, I, I feel like they're doing a really good job of, uh, you know, telling this story because like so far yeah. I, I'm like, uh, like 100 episodes in and it doesn't feel like there's like any anything missing like, like I'm never watching and be like, why is this happening or who's that? Like they, they do a really good job of like filling everything in. Yeah, and you and that's not one of those things you can just pick up on wherever the fuck you feel like it. Yeah, like it that that show is literally a, a, like a story from beginning to end. Even like the fillers are candid, whether they say they're not. Like some of the fillers are candid, and you're like, well, I don't want to watch them, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like it's 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 literally a nonstop. And I mean, I, I like stuff like that. I only watch anime that'll pull me in. You know, I don't I don't like watching an anime that's kind of just like, bro, like here's this like, cool you know i found this girl who's a demon in a dungeon and she, i fell in love it's like i don't give a fuck dude just give me some good plot <laughs> you know, like and you get a lot of that shit the isekai animes where it's like oh i died and grew up you know came into an rgpg world i'm like oh boy here we go again you know like it, it's it's i feel like with anime my biggest struggle is i don't know like which genre to watch but then also it's like yeah like i don't want to invest in something that only lasted a season and then they lost funding and then it's just like okay i just wasted <laughs> some some time uh so i'll just wait till either something becomes like super hype i'm like all right cool like if, if it's that good and that popular and it's like long standing i'm like right, cool like let me catch up and get into this um and like i feel like the only like newer anime that i'm watching besides uh jujutsu kaisen is a there's this anime called the apothecary diaries which i saw was just like you know like, uh, I, I, I peeped that yeah yeah i saw i haven't watched it yet i've been interested in it though yeah and i going into it i was like okay cool like like this is just like highly praised like let me just check it out and it's like uh you know like i, I mean so I'm, I'm either watching like something super violent or something like super like romantic but this like isn't either so i'm like oh this is like a whole different pace so i'm like this is uh interesting and i'm definitely enjoying it. like it like it so far it's a really good story like I, i'm only on like episode five or six i can't remember so you'd be surprised what you stumble across man anime is one of those things that like i'm not trying to compare it to hardcore but like there's always some crazy ass shit coming out and then you'll watch it and be like what the fuck dude like there's hell's paradise you know i'm like waiting for the new season to come out you know, you got uh, Tokyo Revengers. I'm pretty sure the newest season just came out. I got to catch up on that. There's uh, the newest thing from Attack on Titan. I've just been like really delaying and watching it because it's the end. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Ugh, you know, like, but there's always shit coming out. Like, and I watch like humor anime too. I'll watch romance anime. I don't give a fuck. I'll say that shit proudly, dude. Like, I'll sit there and shed a tear to a little fucking rom com, dude. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, dude, you'd be surprised. Some of those animes can get really fucking deep. Like, Oh my I remember god. watching uh, Your Lie in April. Oh my god! Okay, I was. Oh I, my uh, god, dude! Oh my <laughs> like, god, bro. dude! Okay, I saw. I, I was on TikTok, and it, it was like before watching Your Lie in April, and then it cuts to after watching Your Lie in April, and everybody was just like crying their eyes out. And I'm like, this is bullshit. This is just some uh, viral trend that people want to, uh, you know, get clicks off of. So I was like, I was like, all right, well, let me watch it. And fuck, man, like. Right. walking away yeah. i was like all right i fucking get it this shit is real this is so fucked yeah Dude, there's uh have you watched one called to your eternity no I, i've never heard of that one no it's it's on it's on crunchyroll if you have crunchyroll but it's uh mad deep dude like okay. mad deep if you if you get interested in watching it, i'm not gonna like give you too much information but uh 
the intro song by Utali Hikaru, like fucking Kingdom Hearts fucking mm-hmm. sound. Like, dude, like I was like, what? This shit goes hard. And the the story is just bleak. Like it's like uh basically what they consider like the devil creates an orb and casts it into the world and teaches it to become human. Like tells it to become human, and then basically this orb becomes a rock. After becoming a rock, uh, a wolf dies on top of it and it becomes the wolf, you know, and then the wolf turns out to be some guy's fucking pet dog and then the guy dies and then the fucking dog becomes the fucking uh, human. And then he learns how to be human. Like, dude, the whole thing gets like it just it gets so bleak and like just every episode's like, here's this shatter. Here's this shatter. You know, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? But it's so good. Just like, dude, I remember sitting there and I cried for an episode and I was like, the fuck you know <laughs> like, yeah and like you said like you said you're lying april bro like ah oh, man like that one was like you got invested and you weren't expecting it and they fucking stabbed you in the fucking heart dude like yeah. twice yeah i just i was like oh god i i, I couldn't believe it because like yeah the, the 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 whole time i was waiting for it and i was like yeah this is this was just like like i said like random hype on social media but then it's just like you walk away and you're like fuck like they did it yeah it's super super crazy story there's there's a lot like that man i know like it, it, check out to your eternity uh there's banana fish which is like i i, I don't remember the banana fish storyline much but i know i read into it for a little while i didn't get past a certain point but it was like bleak like depressing as fuck too and anyone that i mentioned that to they're like you have to finish it it's mad fucking depressing and i'm like I don't want to go through that mental stress, dog. Like you, the way you're hyping it up makes it sound like I don't want to do it, you know. But well, I'll watch it like that, man. You'd be surprised, bro. Like, and and it's like you gotta like sometimes they're so fucked up, you gotta like wash it down with something that's funnier, like more upbeat. Because you're like, damn, bro, I'm about to fucking like go through a mental crisis after that last episode I just fucking watched, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I I just revert back to watching Love Hina. It's just like a good, <laughs> just a good medium, right? There's comedy, there's romance, there's some action. Uh, it's not too serious. <laughs> it's fucking nice go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that one it just re- really just reminds me of uh, being in like this like you know time in high school when all my friends and I were like all super into anime and we were obsessed with like Japanese culture and uh and yeah it was just a, a really good anime so i'm like even to this day like, i i go back and watch it and i'm like all right cool like this is still like enjoyable because there's some things i'll go back and watch and i'm like oh, i can't believe i sat no, through dude, this yeah. i remember that like you know for me like i grew up in i grew up in the hood of jersey i grew up in newark and i also grew up in elizabeth and you know i went through my fucking phases of shit too but like growing up in the hood like bro you're somebody who listens to metal or like anything hardcore and like you watch anime you're just like that fucking loser you know mm-hmm. and you know i see that shit all the time like oh you're a fucking dork you're a fucking dweeb you're a loser you're this you're corny you're this you're that like oh white boy white boy fucking rocker fool this you know whatever <laughs> the fuck they wanted to call you yeah it, what, what name they didn't pull out of their fucking like book but like now it's like normalized yeah it's like so you know? <laughs> cool to be part of uh you know the quote-unquote nerd culture when yeah you- and you're like fuck you dude i was there when it all started <laughs> start gatekeeping anime <laughs> like- yeah no I'll, I'll never forget uh I, I this girl tried to bully me in 
in middle school because I, I, I liked anime and I had a PlayStation 2. And, and that's when I realized I, that's why, like, as shitty as it was, that's when I realized I, I was like, if they're going to hate me because I'm playing Crash Bandicoot and watching Dragon Ball Z, I don't give a fuck. I'd rather have no friends and have Dragon Ball Z and Crash Bandicoot and be happy than give it up to just have friends. Yeah, dude, fuck that. I I went to dude. I got bullied a lot for shit like that. And mm-hmm. my mom used to be like, "You got bullied." I'm like, because I was the one that always got a phone call home that I beat somebody up. Like, I got bullied for fucking enjoying anime. I got bullied for enjoying Pokemon with my fucking DS. Like, the dumbest shit. And like, as I got older, people were like, bro, people were like, oh, you watch anime? I'm like, yeah. And what? What are you gonna say? It's fucking whack. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't watch 90210 like you can and fucking spend a whole day doing that. Yeah. You know, like I can't. Uh, you know, people talk shit. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck, bro. Like, I I watch anime. What the fuck? Like, like I told you, I don't watch anything else. Like, if someone's like, oh, let's watch this movie or watch that, I'll watch it. But like, ninety percent of the time, I come home, dude, I don't sit down and fucking put on like, oh, let me put on the fucking Black Mirror. Like, no, nah, I come on and I'm like, let's long Crunchyroll, you know? <laughs> 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 and I binge, bro. I'll binge for a couple episodes, go to sleep. Like I told you, I'm watching Cromartie High School with my girlfriend right now, and. She loves Nietzsche Joe. And Nietzsche Joe's just fucking straight up chaos, like just chaotic humor. Uh-huh. And Cromartie High School is just a bunch of delinquent kids in a high school, and it's 11 minutes of just pure chaos. Like they have a character named Freddy that looks like Freddie Mercury. Oh, okay. And, and he and he's like, he's like, what's his name? Like, he doesn't say anything, but he looks like a Freddy. And every time they show his face, they play like a queen strum. You know, like that's <laughs> like, awesome. But it's just such a stupid anime. My girlfriend's like, I love it. She's like, it's so fucking funny. And I was just like, it's just literally like the writer kind of just said, oh, I have full access. It's like, do whatever I want. Say no more. <laughs> like, dude, I, I watch anything and everything. And just I, anime is where it's at for me. And that's one of those things like like the music, man. Like, I'll, I don't care what genre it is. As long as it's fucking good, I'll check it out. And even if it's shit, I'll give it a go. And I'll be like, eh. Yeah, it's gaining the knowledge. At least you actually know it's shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, someone's like, oh, what about this? I'd be like, eh, mid, you know? <laughs> or like, gave it a try. Didn't like it. Should I keep watching it? Yeah, I'll give it a go. I've done that where I'm like, I fucking hated this anime. You know, like, oh, but watch the episode of this. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know I could make it that far. And then you do, and you're like, all right, maybe I should have let it, you know, let it rock for the first three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. Now I'm invested. And now I feel like a dickhead. <laughs> like, like, but uh, yeah, dude, anime is where it's at for me. I, like, dude, I have literally a whole drawer for my art, like band t-shirts, two drawers, my band t-shirts, not including the shit that's hung up in the closet. And then I have a full drawer of fucking anime t-shirts. My kids get me anime t-shirts for like Christmas all the time. And then I buy my own shit when I like this shit, Uniqlo with the collabs they do, bro. Every time I see one, I'm like, snag. It's like 15, 20 bucks, and it's like, this shit's legit. It's even got the little, like, caution thing on the arm. I'm like, it's comfy as hell. It's, like, this shit's better than 80% of my banties. You know, like, yeah. Uh, do you guys have box lunch out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah it's, uh, it's, it's fucking, it's uh, higher grade Hot Topic. They're owned by the same company. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I love going in there and just seeing, like, so much uh, merch that I didn't know that I needed. Dude, they, they, so they, like I said, it's like a higher grade. Like they carry, like, like they'll carry like a varsity jacket. 
Mm-hmm. And you're like, that shit's fucking dope. A crock pot with like, like <laughs> you're like, what? And now yeah. you're an adult, you're like, that crock pot's dope. You know, like, like I put that shit in my kitchen, and you know, you're buying a Hello Kitty crock pot, and you're like, yeah, and nobody can judge me. You know who else has low key good anime shirts? Uh, have you ever been to Walmart and checked out their anime t shirt section? Bro, they've been stepping it up, dude. Yeah, and Walmart and Target. It's insane. Like, I have uh, this like Jujutsu Kaisen t shirt that I got from Walmart. And like I, I wear it out, and people always compliment it, and they're like, "Hey, where'd you get that?" I'm like, "Fucking Walmart for ten dollars." Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, like I, dude, I buy, I buy my anime T-shirts, and like, like people are like, "Oh, that's dope ass shirt." Like I don't, dude. I'm. That's like I'm sure people have been like, "Oh, should let me put on a hardcore shirt for this fucking podcast?" I was like, "Man, I'm throwing on my Evangelion shirt, bro. I'm fucking trying to be comfy for this podcast." Like i go out and wear fucking uh anime t-shirts all the time my kids love it my kids watch anime my son my nine-year-old daniel he'll be like he'll be like oh dad like when can i get my own jujutsu kaisen shirt and i'm like you haven't even watched an episode it's so violent (laughs) he's like he's like but it looks so cool and i'm like we'll get you there all right just calm down you know and and i just i love it man it's a good it's it's a nice uh common ground for a lot of people Mm-hmm. especially in, in in like hardcore like in music like a lot of people that are into music are into anime like i like i don't think there's ever going to be a time where you like you're like oh yeah you know i like anime people are like me too dude like what the fuck and it's just like what do you mean what the fuck bro like yeah <laughs> like, I, I love rolling up to the like anime conventions and seeing like the hardcore shirts and i'm like bro oh, guaranteed yeah guaranteed you're, you're like you're, you'll you'll see something mm. You know, whether it's like a mainstream band or like a local band or whatever, you'll see a hardcore shirt at almost any anime con or fucking comic con. It's it's pot. It's like you're gonna get it. Like you can bet on it and guarantee free money right there. Yeah, I've seen it every single time. I'll go like I went to comic con. I saw some dude wearing a fucking terror shirt, and I was just like, <laughs> like, am I the only one realizing this guy's shirt right now? You yeah. know, <laughs> like, but I'm also that guy. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'll go to the anime. Like I went to Comic Con wearing my Tokyo Revengers, but underneath I was wearing a. Uh, it was a. It was a terror shirt, which is funny that I actually mentioned terror. But I wore a terror shirt that I used to have that I uh, just said keep it as a face on it. Uh-huh. And I remember wearing that shit, and I had it underneath, and uh, I was like, I'm not taking this off. No one's gonna recognize it. Who knows? Yeah. Somebody would have fucking recognized it. I went to this uh, K-pop concert in Pasadena a, a, a couple months ago, and I, I'm wearing a Hundred Demons T-shirt, right? Just you know, just whatever, like you know, like seriously, like like ninety eight percent of all these shirts back here, it's all hardcore. Um, so you know, just grab something off the rack that, that looked cool. And um, this was like after the concert, we're doing like the meet and greet or whatever, and the main girl, uh, you know, organizing everything. She's like, you know, uh, like having all these people line up and I like walk by her and she like looks at me and she was like, you listen to 100 Demons? And I looked at her and I'm like, yeah, like I love Connecticut hardcore. (laughs) I was like, you know about 100 Demons? And she was like, yeah, she was like, I was neighbors with Bruce for like six years. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I this is so weird because we're here at the Triple S concert. I did not expect to see or talk to anybody about hardcore. And she was like, yeah, me either. She's like, I, I always do this K-pop stuff and I never see anything hardcore related. So she's like, that's crazy. And I'm like, all right, well, nice to meet you. This is a small world. Yeah, bro. You'd be surprised. I did. I listen to K-pop. Oh, really? I listen to K-pop. I, can listen, I listen to Stray Kids and Hypen. I listen to TXT. I listen to oh. fucking oh, Tease. You're, like- you're about the boy <laughs> groups. Okay. 
I listened to fucking twice. I listened to fucking uh, what the hell is it called? Itzy. Oh, like, wow. I listen to all that shit, dude. My uh, my my daughter's mom was like stupid obsessed with BTS. Oh. So when I, dude, she's got like a little altar and everything in her fucking apartment, like just fucking sugar, sugar, sugar. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I call him sugar, and she's like, it's Yungi, and I'm like, shut the fuck up, like you know, like. Like, I, dude, I listen to everything, man. I bought the K-pop fucks, dude. Like, I, I don't care if anybody's like, well, you fucking listen to that fucking K-pop shit. I'm like, fuck off, dude. You know, Frank, like, I'll listen to the fuck I want, but that shit, that shit goes hard. Yeah, I, you know? I love K-pop. Like, I spend so much fucking money on k-pop it's it's crazy that's why like even like um i don't think i've ever mentioned but all these yeah, little like I, la- I <laughs> like all, all these little <laughs> lanyards are like it's, it's all k-pop like this is like an n mix vip twice vip this is like the newest one right here this is the stacy vip that i just went to and then this is like my bias from twice and then like twice, all yeah, yeah, yeah and then, like, all, all these like records up here like, that you can barely see it's, it's all k-pop i've like so much k-pop shit like like everywhere like i just got like these new like uh uh chew uh you know former member of uh, luna just went solo we got that on deck um speaking of triple s i got like you know we got triple s on deck so i got i got came up shit everywhere um i don't got anything in here i know i got uh i got a fucking stray kids tour shirt last year when i saw him at prudential and uh damn i got i got a bunch of like pop figures and stuff that live in my my daughter's mom's house Mm-hmm. Like I went through like a whole thing. Like, dude, I even got photo cards of like Felix and High Engine from fucking Stray Kids somewhere around here. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. And I, I tell everybody like going to like a boy group concert. Like those are like it's scary because I, I saw Stray Kids when they were uh, on the the Maniac. Like they, they did like an encore show out here at like the BMO Stadium, which like this like outdoor stadium. And that, I saw them during that the Maniac tour as well. Yeah, okay. that's when I saw them. And it was so loud. It was it was scary because I'm just like things could go left and. I could die right here because there's yeah, so I many can't. people and it was like it was just so loud it's it, it, it's insane uh, for i think stray kids seeing them live was probably one of the craziest loudest and just like overpopulated shows i've ever been to you like, i've been to i saw deftones at the casino in connecticut i think it was connecticut i forgot what the fuck it's called sands golden golden sands whatever but I went there and like that was a fucking huge show. Like I was like, "What the hell, dude?" But like the Stray Kids show, shit on every other show I've been, ever been to. I was, like, there, I mean, obviously a bunch of girls that are like fucking probably like 15, 16 years old, like with the little wand ball things that they had. Mm-hmm. And I, but I was just like, "Damn, bro!" I was like, "This fan base is a little fucking like holy shit, it's huge." And like the lines outside, like I was like, "Bro, I think God, I got here early because I was like, I was like appalled by the amount of people that were there." Yeah, and I, I, I like I like I like Stray Kids a lot. Like, I listen to them probably at least once a day. Mm-hmm. I'll throw like right now they're fucking bangers. S class. I'll throw that shit on the car and I'm just like, damn, fucking. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's funny. Yeah, fucking, they're, I'll, I'll, they're probably my favorite boy group. Bro, they're so good. Them, I, I don't like. So they're like number one for me. Uh, but I'll, I'll listen to, like TXT and Hypen's getting a little like sexual now. They're becoming like men or whatever. So like their their shit's getting like poppy. But like I'm like. I'll hear shit in the songs. I'm like, yo, calm down, bro. Like, you're doing the most right now, but like, this all kind of goes hard. Like, you know, like, but I know there's Itzy, all of them coming up. Uh, dude, I'll go back and listen to Big Bang. I fucking love Big Bang. Okay. Dude. Old school. Okay. Yeah. I listen to Big Bang. Uh, what's, uh, what the fuck are they called? I don't know if you know these guys, but I only know the song, uh, Shiny. 
Okay. Ring ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, bro, like I listen to, I listen to a lot of fucking gay pop, dude. I'll, I'll sit there too and watch the, uh, the, uh, I forget what the fuck they're called. The, uh, is it B Reels? No, no, no. I, I forget what they're called. Really? The YouTube videos where they're in the room and they do like the choreography and shit. Um, I forget what the hell they're called, but it's, uh, it's, it's dope. Like, uh, a big hit makes like all the boy bands, the girl band, uh, the girl groups fucking they're in like this giant white room with a bunch of lights and they just do the choreo member by member for the parts in the song okay yeah i, I i've seen it well there's so much like k-pop content so i'm like wait which one is he talking about but yeah no no it's yeah it's a uh, be original that's mm-hmm. what it's called yeah like i watch those a lot i watch that and I'll, I'll watch everything they do like in hype and txt uh a tease i'm like eh. nct Dude, I know, that, I did. that group is insane, dude. I I went to <laughs> uh, to KCON two years. Ago. Well, I, I went last year, but um, the the year before that, uh, uh, 2022, um, it was my first KCON, and I remember day two, I was, I'm like w- walking around, and all I'm seeing are like these like green light sticks. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I was like, <laughs> I we're at KCON, but it feels like we're not. And I I asked, my oh, like what's that light stick? And I'm like, oh, this is like for NCT Dream. This is like their first time to the states. And literally, day two of KCON felt like we were at an NCT Dream show Can't because there were, were so many of their fans. Like they literally like packed up the whole arena, and it was just like a small minority for all the other groups. It was insane. And, and you had with those guys, you have NCT Dream, NCT One Twenty Seven, I think, or the others. NCT, I forget what, what the other one's called. And then they have they have last year or two years ago they released uh, Reson- uh, Resonate. Mm-hmm. It's a song. It's a song. If you watch it, it's a video on YouTube. Or if you want to listen to it on Spotify, it's all the NCTs in one song. And if you watch the video, it's every group in order. And it'll be like a NCT, whatever plays first. And next thing they do a little verse where they're all saying, like, oh, I'm about to raise the roof. Then and then next part. They're actually pieces from their individual songs, mm-hmm. but they made it into one whole song. Yeah, the, but it, bro, there's like 20 something guys on stage. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, you don't need that. Like, yeah, the, they have an interesting concept how they have like that whole like NCT universe. So they have mm-hmm. like a bunch of like subunits. Yeah, there, there's K-pop's another one, dude. Just fucking nuts. Like, they uh, what's it called? Uh, that band's it's 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they, their music's like okay, not that bad, but like. But yeah, but the hella members that, but like their fandom is so insane. Like, like, the, like out here, people will literally camp like days in advance just to, you know, oh. get barricaded. And, and just like, I, I can't do that. I, I have things I gotta do. Like, yeah, I've heard people spend like seven hundred dollars on like nosebleeds, and I'm like, yeah, it, it, it's uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, if I'm spending seven hundred dollars, I, I better not be in nosebleeds. <laughs> yeah, like, bro, I better be like this. All right, like to the fucking like members. Yeah. Like, but I, yeah, I mean, that's, it's funny that you like like K-pop too, man. It's, it's it's very interesting when I find people listen to K-pop. There's a a band out of Virginia called Torment, and uh, Marcy. She uh, asked me one day. She was like, "You listen to K-pop?" I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "There's no way." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Now my bias is uh, high engine from fucking Stray Kids." And she was like, "What the fuck?" And like people, bro, people bash you for listening to shit like that. I'm like, God, that shit, it's so good. Yeah, like I, I post a lot of K-pop shit on like my stories on Instagram, and uh, people 
uh, like I, a lot of people watch it, but uh, I, sometimes I'll, I'll get messages like, you know, they're not really seeing, right? And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. You don't know fuck what you're talking <laughs> about. Because there's groups like, this is like my bias from Stacy. And when I saw them uh, a couple weeks ago in LA, their fucking mics were on and they can sing. So it, it's just funny when uh, people talk about stuff that they don't really know about. And even then, it's like, dude, even if they do use a microphone, like, don't use one. They're literally fucking dancing their ass off yeah. while they're singing, all right? I don't expect them to be like, everything's going great. <laughs> you know, they're fucking, they're like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, bro, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, bro, nah, he's, they're using backtracks, bro. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, bro, that kid's fucking dancing his ass off. I could even move half the fucking way he is right now or the way she is. I'm not going to talk shit. I'm going to be like, damn, bro. The fact he's doing that work or she's doing that work while singing, respect. Like, I don't care. They can have the little Justin Bieber microphone going on. I don't give a shit. It's still hard. <laughs> like, oh. oh, man. I don't care what people say, man. I just, I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say, bro. I'm just going to keep listening to what I listen to, what I watch. Bro. I'm enjoying it. You don't like it? Fuck off. You know, like, you want to make fun of me? You still a bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, all right, Brian. This has been awesome. I'm, I, I did not know we were going to go here. I, I could literally go on for days about K-pop, but I, I, I do appreciate your time today on the podcast. Uh, but before we sign off, is there anything else you'd like to say? No, nah, man. I mean, you know, it's uh, I appreciate you having us, you know, for sure. I'm sorry about the reschedule. My job's been like slaving me the past two weeks. It's holiday, so things get a little crazy. But uh, no, it was an honor to be here, man. Thank you for having us. It's actually the first podcast in being in the band that I've done. So it's, you know, thank you for fucking giving me the honor and the, uh, the you know, the experience as well. And uh, I appreciate you know everything you said about the band and everything we've talked about, even K-pop and anime. You know, I'm a very, I'm a very like sociable guy. I like to talk, so it's like I could keep fucking going about everything too. Yeah, but uh it's been awesome man like it's been a, a long day it's been a rough day so this is actually a nice way to like end it out and um you know I, for anybody that's gonna listen and watch uh you know i appreciate anybody that, that supported us or anybody that's gonna check us out you know it means a lot to me when people just go out of their way to, you know check who we are and uh hopefully i can meet people live and just you know give people something to look forward to in terms of music and getting to meet everyone and just seeing where we go as a band and you know, meet people along the way. Like I'm sure one day we'll play out there and I'll get to fucking meet you in person, you know, and, you know, make moves like that happen. I look forward to every step that we are going to take as a band together with my brothers by my side. And, uh, I'm just glad to be here, man. So I appreciate it, man. All right. Well, it was a pleasure to have you. We'll have you back again in the future. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll be back soon. Goodbye. Later guys.